Welcome, welcome to the Rectify Roundtable, a show all about games and bringing players together with host Scott Anderson. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Rectify Roundtable. Very excited to be here. Uh, I'm Scott Anderson. I'm your host for this show and excited to be part of debuting this new Rectify Gaming production. Uh, every time we go live with this show, we're going to attempt to bring you interviews from really interesting people, really entertaining people. It's really what we're trying to do, just like the guests we have on the show today. Uh, before we dive into that, though, I just wanted to say thank you to a couple of people to make sure that I'm covering my bases here. I want to thank Ty for the massive amount of behind-the-scenes work uh, that went into pulling this show off. I'd also like to thank Zaruga, who's got our production work down for us, and uh, he'll be taking care of that for us throughout the show today. So big thank you to both of them. And uh, as for our viewers, we encourage participation. We would love for you to be a part of the conversation. Uh, so feel free to send in questions you may have to our guests. I'm going to be paying attention to Twitch chat uh, for anything you guys might uh, have through there. Or you can send me a DM on Twitter at Scott D. Anderson, and I'll be able to find that as well. We're also going to be doing some giveaways today. Very exciting stuff. Uh, we're going to have those done throughout the show, and Ty's going to be taking care of that through our Twitch chat. And uh, so make sure you're inviting your friends to tune in. And uh, don't worry, you don't have to let them know. It's for your own selfish reasons of having those big giveaways pull through. Uh, so with all that said, let's get to our guests. Uh, this duo is currently ranked 8th in Brawlhalla's 2v2 power rankings. And they're both primed to make a splash during the upcoming World Championships starting on Saturday, November 7th. Lil Cap, I throw, welcome to the show, you guys. So glad to have you here. Thanks. Good to be here. It's good to be here. Awesome. So I uh, want to get started. For all of those of you who may not be familiar with Brawlhalla, uh, that is what these two guys, that's where their expertise is. And uh, Lil Cap, we'll start with you. Uh, <coughs> how did you get started in the Brawlhalla scene? Uh, well... I originally started, I saw a video uh, in, in 2016. It was like top 10 free-to-play games on Steam. And I was watching that video, and it uh, it had Brawlhalla on there as one of the top free-to-play games. And I was really into Smash at the time. I was really into Melee and a little bit like into uh, Ultimate and Smash 4 and stuff like that. And so I, I downloaded it, and uh, that's pretty much where it all started. Uh, you said you were into Smash and some other games before Brawlhalla came along. Talk a little bit more about that. Were you in competitive scene for any of those games, or uh, were just games you like to play? Yeah, um, I was old for competitive games. I was really into I was really into Counter Strike, so that's like really what like I played competitively, and then uh, that sort of transferred into to melee a little bit. Like I I went to locals. I went to like smash and splash which is like a major in wisconsin and uh i mean i like to compete i wasn't very good at those games like i wasn't like i wasn't anything special but i still was like really competitive like i was really into the the pro scene and i was really into all that nice how about you i throw did you get did you have uh, much experience in fighting games before you jumped into brawlhalla no, I I really didn't ever played any fighting games other than Street Fighter Four on the Xbox, but like I only played it with my brother. Like 
the only games I actually just played and like were the, I guess decent at was like Counter Strike and StarCraft, which have no correlation to fighting games. Like, <laughs> uh, never played fighting games before. Right on. So, uh, you guys have been in the Brawlhalla scene for a little while now, right? Uh, you can mm. probably consider yourself veterans of the Brawlhalla scene. Uh, if you never got into Brawlhalla, though, where do you think you'd be in esports? Do you think you'd be in esports at all? Do uh, you think you'd have found another niche somewhere? Uh, what do you think? Uh, I, I think I would probably be... Like, I've always wanted to still be involved in esports. I'm not sure if I'd be a player in any game other than Brawlhalla. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't think I. I don't think I have it like that for other games, but uh, I still have always wanted to be involved in esports. So I'd probably be like doing some kind of production, some kind of uh, streaming. You know, I, I would. I would still be involved. I might. I mean, maybe I could. Maybe I could pull something off in Tekken. But other than that, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'd still want to be involved in esports. Yeah. How about you, I throw? Is that something you really considered even before Brawlhalla, or do you think you'd be somewhere else in esports? I don't even know if I think I'll be in esports if I Brawlhalla. I, just, I, just, I don't think so, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, but I think it'll be cool to be like do stuff around League of Legends. You know, I like that game a lot. <laughs> I mean, other than that, like, yeah, I don't think without Brawlhalla, I'll be here. But yeah, I think I'll just be doing school the entire time. Nothing right. else, to be honest. Right. So what is it about Brawlhalla that draws you guys to it? I know you guys said you started because it was a free-to-play and you just kind of got into it, but why do you think uh, it's become sort of your strength as compared to maybe other fighting games? Like, you know, whether it's whether it's mechanics, the style, uh, you know, talk a little bit about that. Lowcap, we'll start with you. Uh, I think the main one of the main things is, like, I got really, like, welcomed into the community, and the community's been something that, like, I've been able to stick around with. Like I got, I made a lot of friends through Brawlhalla, and uh, I made like a lot of fans and stuff. So that's a that's a big one, and it's just like the like accessibility of the game. Like it's so like I'm able to just like go in and just play it. Like you can get the queue times are like not even a minute long, and so and it's really easy to play with friends too. So it's just like it's so easy to play. And that's pretty much what keeps me keeps me sticking around. It's awesome. Sure, I th- I throw. What about you? I mean, is this? You said you really hadn't got into much before that. Like, what is it that drew you to Brahalla um, from the fighting game perspective? <laughs> uh, this might not sound like the best answer, but I uh, I was just super talented. I think like when I first started off the oh, game, right. so I was like, yeah, you know. I think yeah. right, I think well. just being super good makes you enjoy the stuff even better, and that's uh, especially for Brawlhalla. Like, I think if I didn't really, if I wasn't really talented, even though like I, I'm sucking right now, but like, I think I wouldn't have played the game more. But like, since I was like, I got diamond and like ten hours in the game, I was like, yeah, I think this game is cool. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah. No, I mean, accessibility has got to be a big part of it. I, you know, I love playing fighting games. I am not good at any of them, really. I think the best one I'm at is probably Marvel vs. Capcom 2. So, I mean, you got to go a ways back for that. But, you know, a lot of them, um, there can be like a big barrier to getting into it, uh, just from getting, getting used to like how the controls work and uh, mm-hmm. getting into that community. 
And yeah, I mean, as you guys talked about, Brawlhalla community seems to be uh, pretty welcoming and pretty friendly. I think, you know, having it as a, a free-to-play Steam game, I'm sure helps, you know, quite a bit. But um, yeah, I mean, it's Definitely. good to see that it's good to see that that uh, community remains pretty strong. Um, speaking of that community, when you, how long ago was it that you guys started in the Brawlhalla community? I, 2016. 2016? Like late 2016, yeah. I technically started playing in 2016 but i took like a big break and i didn't really get like like super into it until 2017 okay so if you're thinking about it in that regard it's been three or four years for you guys did you ever think brawlhalla would be where it is today as compared to where you first started Mm, not really no i don't Mm. think uh it would have gotten this (laughs) big shout out to daiku for you know helping the brawlhalla scene get this big i think when I played four years ago, I would just like imagine the prize pool as like only fifty thousand a year, but now we're like getting to the two hundred fifty thousand. Like I think it's insane how much Brawlhalla has grown over the year. Yeah, I mean, I've seen. I I always thought it would grow, but like I, where it's at right now, and where it's like going, it like it, it didn't actually seem possible three years ago. But yeah, I, I definitely thought it would grow. But not nearly, not not this much at all. Yeah, and like, what do you guys, what do you guys attribute that to? I know they've been, especially recently. I mean, they've been really great about uh, keeping tournaments going. You know, obviously, right now has got to be a really difficult time uh, to get in to have tournaments and to really keep that scene going. Uh, do you think that's a big part of like the continuing growth of the community? Yeah. Is those consistent tournaments or? Yeah, I, I think they just do a great job of like they really do a good job of like communicating with like esports and communicating with like casual so they they do a good job of of keeping esports and casual in like a good balance and so that's something right. i think is very important i think it's also like thanks due to the devs the devs are really insane like the work they put into the game and uh like how much uh like they give back to the community is like crazy and like how like they basically just like help to create the esports scene without the devs like all of this wouldn't really have been possible that's awesome so i want to get into each of your sort of specialties from a brahala perspective i throw we'll start with you um let people know what character do you main you know what sort of your strategy uh Let's just start with your 1v1 strategy. We'll get into the team uh, strategy a little bit in a little bit. But t- tell us a little bit about who you main, you know, what your strategy is. And uh, yeah, l- l- let's start with that. Uh, so people, I guess, know me for playing Bavar from like a couple years ago. But to be honest, I don't, I never, I don't play Bavar anymore. So right now I'm like picking up Jayun, which is the new character with uh, the newest weapon that came out. I think it's a super strong character. Uh, so when I play 1v1s, I really wish I could say I have a game plan, but like I feel like when I play my like my mind is blank. I just I just press my buttons and I, I hit them. Like my my game plan is I guess hit them and just don't get hit. <laughs> like there's it's, it's just simple as that. There's no there's no hard game plan I have. I just I play and yeah, I just win. I mean, hey, if it works, why, uh, you know, you don't need to fix it, I guess, right? Yeah, uh, what about you, Lil Cat? Uh, I, I play Bodvar. Uh, 
I've I've been playing Void War since since day one, pretty much, just about. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I don't, my game plan is is very very simple. I I really <laughs> I really don't try to be fancy. I don't want to be fancy. I don't do anything special. I just focus on like hard fundamentals. Um, keep it simple. You know, I don't try to. You know, I try not to overextend and stuff like that. But you know, I've been wanting to to branch out to other characters. But uh, I, like some of my other characters are honestly, I think they're as good as my Bodvar. I don't know if I throw would agree. Some of my other characters, are, <laughs> I think some of my other characters could do well. But uh, you know, I, I like to stick with the Bodvar. He's got too much history. He's too good of a character. Yeah, I mean, it's and it seems the community. Anytime I'm watching in the casters, they're always talking about you and Bodvar. So I think you know, yeah. if you're gonna make a switch, you probably should let them know ahead of time yeah. so they can mentally prepare themselves for that. Yeah, I go way back with Bodvar. <laughs> so, uh, Ithor, you were talking a little bit about new characters that are coming in, uh, new new weapons that are coming in. Uh, like you mentioned, Jayun and the Great Sword came in in July, around July, I think. Is that right? Yep. Um, what is, what is your response to new characters as they come in? Do you guys like to try out the new characters and see, you know, if it works with your play style? Um, uh, also, like, with the weapons as well? Or do you really just, like, stick into where you're at? I think it's uh, important to try the new characters out and check it out. Because, like, the current one right now, it's, like, kind of broken in the current state. And if you're not playing it, I don't think you're really trying to play to it. Like, I think it's important. And for me, like... I, I go into training mode and I then I test the signatures out and then I try playing other people and see if if I really flow with the character and if I don't I I usually just stop playing it but with the new character I'm like kind of feeling it so I, I I'm keep on playing it I'm gonna keep practicing it for BCX. Awesome, Lil Cap. What about you? Have you tried out uh, what's the newest one? Mako the shark, right? Mako, yeah, Mako. Um, uh, have you tried out really... any new characters? I haven't really messed around with Mako too much, uh, other than just like in like friendly games, because I don't Mako's not tournament legal, uh, and it doesn't look like Mako's going to be tournament legal. So I haven't really messed around too much with that. But uh, I mean, I've played a little Jayun. I've played against a lot of Jayun, and so that's <laughs> I I don't really think I'm going to be switching off of Bodvar. So I've been just trying to like play against the new the new weapon. I've been trying to. Uh, try to find something that works against Greatsword and the new characters. Awesome. Well, we're we're going to get to the Greatsword in a little bit. I know there's been like quite a bit of talk around the Greatsword mm-hmm. and the Brahala community. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, first, I just wanted to let people know we're doing a giveaway in chat here in just a couple of minutes. It's going to be for Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, another great fighting game, another great scene in the uh, in the fighting game community. Uh, the keyword to put in chat is Bodvar. So should be easy to remember for you guys uh i believe ty will be spamming that in chat so uh, pay attention to that if you want to get in on that giveaway um all right to the great sword i just want to hear you guys general thoughts about the great sword first think it's a good weapon do you think they need to get rid of it like what do you think <laughs> little cap you can go for it or you want me to go first or i, I throw you can go first yeah, you go first. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. I think it definitely is like the most uh, hitted out Brawlhalla weapon that exists yet. I guess you know it's like with every new edition. You know, if you if you want people to play it, you have to power creep some stuff, and that's what 
Great Sword has become is it's very power crept compared to all the weapons. Like there's no weapon that hits that hard and as well as trings you. Like it's crazy. I think like if you make like a Brawlhalla tier list, like Great Sword is on SSS and there's no <laughs> other weapon like under it. Like I think it's very, very strong. All right, look up. What do you think? Yeah, when the when the weapon first like came out and they did the reveal, like everyone agreed pretty much. Like you could instantly like you could see the like potential of it. Like it had all these strings. It had this like strange like nair and recovery and stuff. And so it just took a little bit of practice. Once they made it tournament legal, it just took people a little bit of practice time to realize like this is like way like out of control like nothing else can do this nothing else is like this like it just has it just has a little bit too much in its in its kit like it really can do it can do it all and then some so so i think it's it's troublesome for sure yeah so with that being said uh do you feel like the brahala devs are good about uh, keep, keeping up with nerfs for characters or for weapons like that? Like, is this something that do you think will be addressed? Uh, or is it just going to stay where it's at? I, I mean, it'll be addressed. Like, they can see it. Like, they've mentioned it on the dev stream. Like, they can see every region, every player. <laughs> right. Everyone's playing it. They can see that. And they definitely want to do something, probably. But, like, they, it's hard for them, you know. But yeah, I I think I think they're gonna they're gonna have to do something about it. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think that. I mean, we're on like a world's patch, so they're probably not gonna address it until after the year. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's something unique because usually uh, Brahala, they like to announce weapons at the end of the year after the world championship. So it's kind of weird that they like announced it mid-year. So it was like very awkward. I feel like and it wasn't something that. They were really planning to be this broken, I guess. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, So you guys are neck deep in tournament time. Uh, You guys have been doing tournaments left and right, uh, preparing for uh, world championships. Uh, Like I said at the top, those start on Saturday, November 7th. we got some last chance qualifiers that are happening over uh, how, this upcoming weekend, Halloween weekend. Uh, but then we've got World Champions starting Saturday, November 7th for 2v2s. Uh, the week after that, we get into the 1v1 finals. Uh, so talk to me a little bit about how you guys are preparing for World Championships, uh, both as 2v2 uh, collectively, and then both of you guys compete in the 1v1s as well. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So tell me uh, sort of team strategy, what you guys have been doing pre- to prepare for that. And they give me each of your one v ones strategy going into World Championships. Hmm. Well, for twos, uh, throughout the year we've been me and I throw have been trying to figure out. Or at least I throw has he's been <laughs> he's been figuring out uh, what we're gonna do for like a team comp because I'm pretty much on the Bodvar guaranteed. And so we found a, we found a few things that have uh, worked. So I throw has you know he has a vow that he can use. He's got a Gruagok. Um, he has Hattori, so (laughs) (laughs) we've been just trying to find what characters work against what teams, 
um, trying to counterpick specific teams. Because once you get like into the top 12, that's when you really have to start uh, counterpicking, counterpicking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also like depending on the, what patch you're on, there's like different metas. So like I, I like to just switch the weapon and use whatever is like the strengths of the meta. Like, like for example, like when Nash was, just, or I mean, Nash is still good, but like I picked Nash because the hammer and spear are just super good right now. Stuff like that. Awesome. So the, that's your 2v2s. Uh, look, Cap, you said Belvar is your guy. He's, he's who you're rolling with on the 1v1 side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I throw, have you, have you uh, put that into that? Who are you going to be at Rep and Come World Championships? Uh, I'll probably play GU. <laughs> but you never know. Like, I, I genuinely think it's the best character, but like, I might just not be comfortable enough by the time. So if I'm not comfortable, I'll probably go back to like some comfort picks like Nash or Bavar. So I'll see. Good stuff. So um, you can give separate answers if it's different for, again, the ones or the twos. But who has been the most frustrating player for you guys to play against during these tournaments? Mm. I mean, I've always I've <laughs> always had uh, issues fighting against uh, someone like Kostelix just because it's such a, like... It's such a mental game to play against him. It's such a battle of like your, you know, your uh, mental stamina at the end of the day. So that's someone I've been trying to keep up with for sure. He plays it uh, so well consistently. So yeah, that's yeah, that's someone. Yeah, for me, I guess like Cody Travis. Like he's just, just super good. Like I, I really like. I try to beat him, but he's just better than me. Like there's nothing else. <laughs> like I just feel like I'm just getting. I'm just getting owned. Like just because he's just better, has like a better understanding of the game, and that's just really frustrating. So, yeah, I, I, it's just not enjoyable to play against him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it like what is that for both the two v twos or the ones? Like dep- depending upon whatever team they're on in two v twos, you have to struggle with the same teams. Uh, Kostelik is not so much in twos, but uh, yeah, I just meant for ones. In twos, I, I mean, I've got, I've always had problems with like uh, Phazon. <laughs> I don't want to fight him. I don't like fighting Phazon. <laughs> I'd like to avoid him. But like, what do you think? It, what do you think it is about him that gives you guys, that gives you guys trouble? It's just the role. It's just the role he plays in a two v two team. Like he played it. He played it with when he was on my team. He played it when he was on Remy's team. He played it on, you know, Egg Soup's team. He's playing it now on Cody's team. It's just the role he plays. He plays like a like a support, like backline kind of uh, passive <laughs> kind of role. <laughs> and it's really hard. It's really hard to to catch him. It's really hard to catch him. Just say he runs away, man. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> hey, running away can be a strategy, man. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, like, how are you guys feeling going into World Championships? Like I said, you guys have been doing a lot of prep getting ready for this. You guys feel good about where you're at uh, going into World Champs? Or do you feel like, you know, you still have a couple things you want to work on? Tell me a little about that. I think, in general, yeah, I guess we're prepared. But, like, and then we still want the most practice we can get because, you know, you never know what might happen on tournament day. Like, some minor things can like throw off our game plan so yeah we're just uh, getting as much as practice as we can 
I'm I'm feeling like really good for the two v twos. I think we have like a, a strong like edge on most teams, so I'm not too worried about that. But one v ones, I'm a little nervous, a little bit. Not gonna lie. Uh, like once you get into top thirty two for one v ones, it's like for any tournament when you're in top thirty two, it's like anyone could pretty much beat anyone. So it's really it's really not uh, clear who would win most of the matchups. So, and, and with great sword in the game, it's really, really, really not clear uh, who could win a match. So I'm a little nervous, but you know, I'm still going to do my best. Good stuff. So um, I want to get into a little bit more of the game itself. Uh, you, I, I, maybe you tell this for people who may not know, be familiar with the tournaments and like how they work. Um, you guys strike stages uh, when you're, when you're picking uh, the matchups, what stage do you want to see the least show up? Like if, if you could pick one stage to like immediately cross off the list, what stage is that? I'm getting rid of Enigma. Enigma is, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. I also agree. I think like platform mechanics in the game could be much better. Like there, there are test features that are in the game that they never added that help love platform mechanics. I wonder why, but I don't know. It's like something on their end. So like I try to avoid platforms, platform maps and Enigma is yeah, my example. That is the platform map. It's got yeah. like two on the side, one on the top and platforms and, and the game are they're They don't feel, they don't feel so good. They don't feel consistent enough. I like my flat maps. There you go. There you go. Um, what about legends? Say you can't use Bodvar. Say he gets striked. He disappears. He's in the void. He's gone. Like what led, what legend is the one that you would pick like the last, but like if, if you're going down, Oh, I can't pick that one. I can't pick that one. Can't pick that one. Who's the one you're, who's the one that you're ending up with as last? My lead, like my last pick. Yeah, your, your least favorite one. The one you would use the least, like you think is garbage. just needs to disappear. I don't think I would ever find myself using, like, Caspian. I think Caspian is, like, he just doesn't, like, work with me. You know what I mean? Like, his 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 gauntlets feel like they're too difficult to use for the reward he gets. So it, just, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think I'd ever pick Caspian. Uh, for me, I don't think, uh, I think I'll never play Linfei. Well, I mean, just in general, I don't think I'll play cannon. I hate cannon. Like, I keep, I think it's a good weapon, but like, when I play it, I just, it feels super awkward to me, and it's just not my style of gameplay. I just, I can't find myself enjoying it. All right, so it sounds like a giveaway we need to create one day is to have a community matchup where we have two members of the community face off against little caps playing Caspian and I throw playing Lin Fay. <laughs> I'm down <laughs> and, and see, and seeing what, uh, seeing what happens. That sounds pretty fun. I'm Actually, down. Ty, Ty, write this down. This sounds like a great idea. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, tell, tell me a little bit about, I want to get back to getting back to tournaments. Uh, are you guys superstitious about like using skins or like particular things like that? Um, or, you know, that matter what skin, not superstitious about anything uh, when it comes to tournament time? Oh, that's mm -hmm. not a thing of concern for me. Like, I just get out and play. 
Not superstitious at all. Got uh, no, nothing. <laughs> all right. Uh, I I am a little bit. Yeah, I like. It, it feels like something feels off when I'm not on uh, either Xavier Woods or if I'm not on the Trucker Board Bar. Something doesn't feel right for sure. So you're just a little uh, stitious. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little stitious. <laughs> good, good stuff. Uh, so tell me about your guys' favorite moment at a LAN. Best moment, favorite moment. Either one. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good moments. We've had a lot of fun. Like, obviously, winning DreamHack Montreal was uh, was fun. It's like my first like big trophy. It's right up there. Uh, <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. But uh, it's really just. I think my favorite moments at LAN are just like like just playing Mafia with like all of our friends after the tournament or before the tournament. That's probably my most fun. I think the best moment for me is like during 2018 World Champs, uh, me and Noel, we played against Boomy Remy for top eight. And then like I was in like a 1v1 clutch in game five against Boomy. And then like I won and everyone like behind me, like everyone was just popping off. I was like, wow, I won. <laughs> it, it, was, it, it felt like it felt super good. It was just insane, like seeing how much people just popped off. Yeah, you seem like a really excitable guy, man. Like, it'd probably take quite a bit to get you to jump up out of your seat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys like? Just uh, esports in general, big picture. What do you guys like most about competing in esports? I mean, we talked at the top a little bit about, you know, what would you do if you weren't a part of it? But, like, what's, what's really great about it? Things that you guys have experienced in your time uh, in the Brawlhalla scene. What's, what's uh, good about being in the esports competition scene? Uh, for me, it was like something I really, really looked forward to was traveling. Like that was awesome. Like we can't do that right now. It's really sad. But I used to love like I get, I've been to like Canada. I've been to Atlanta like eighty thousand times. Boston <laughs> twice. I've been to Texas. Like all these places I never would have got to go without Brahala and esports in general. Um, meeting all the people. You know, people from. Sweden, Denmark, and, you know, everywhere. It was nice. I liked traveling, and I liked meeting all the other people who were traveling. I think, like, the best part of competing is, like, sometimes the thrill that you get from playing. Like, when you're on stage, like, the adrenaline is, like, pumping. Like, I don't know. I think it's just uh, it's a feeling that you you wouldn't get anywhere else. It just, it's super nice. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That's great. getting a crowd too. That's that's yeah. I like that too. Getting a, having a crowd when you're playing is awesome. I like that too. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I want to talk a little bit about that in just a second here. We're gonna take uh, another short uh, break here to let you guys know we're doing another giveaway. Man, giveaway number two. Uh, you can see it on the bottom in uh, in the uh, Twitch channel here. It's also over in Twitch chat. We're giving away them's fighting herds. The best way I can describe this is like My Little Ponies in a fighting game. So uh, it's it's really funny. Have you guys pl- have you guys played Them's Fighting Herds before? No, I have not played it. I've watched it a little bit though. I've watched I've watched a little bit. All right. Well, definitely fun times to be had, especially at the entry price of zero dollars. So uh, if you guys are interested in that giveaway, be sure to. Uh, go over into the Twitch chat and participate in that. Wait, so, am I allowed to enter? Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I'll get I'll I'll get, I'll re-roll it if I win it. I want to win. There you go. It it is a good feeling to win. We are we just talking about that. So, um yeah, like you mentioned, having that crowd behind you. Obviously right now with things that are happening in the world, uh we're not having those in-person tournaments. You don't have those big stages with the crowds behind you. Um how has it been adjusting to uh, the new idea of how the tournaments are working. It could be still quite a while until we get back to uh, how things were before. Uh, how has that adjustment worked for both of you? Oh, for me, I, I just suck online. Like, I'm, I'm a much better player when I go to uh, the tournaments itself, like with zero lag. Like I think online, like I just, I just like, I don't want to say like I get emotional from seeing my character roll back, but like it really. Just makes me feel like wow, I could have won the game if like that hit on my screen to hit, but like the server didn't register. So like it like it, it tilts me, I guess, in a way. And that I guess is very frustrating. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's definitely been not the same. Like it feels really uh it's not the same. Like winning, getting top eight. It's not the same. Like when you win, it's still like it's still a tournament, and I like tournaments. It's still the best practice you can get. But uh, you know, there's something missing for sure. Like when you win a game and there's no one behind you, like yelling. There's nothing. You know, there's there's no one there. <laughs> it's just like oh, nice. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's no there's no medals. You know, there's no medals. <laughs> right. It definitely feels like something's missing without without tournaments. Yeah, you just need to create your own fan section in the back there. You know, have yeah, like, have like your like dog that. or something start barking. You do well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like like I said again at the top, we want uh, Twitch chat to be involved. Uh, if you guys have any questions for these two, uh, please drop those into the Twitch chat. I will see them, and we can ask these two guys about that. Um, and in the me, oh oh, got a question right now. Perfect. I was gonna I was gonna riff for a little bit, but. Uh, this one comes from Willie on the Bodvar. He's, he's on he's on your train, guys. Uh, what has been your favorite fan interaction that you've had so far? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what. <laughs> there, I remember. I remember at Shine. I remember at Shine 2019. There was a. There was like a. There was like a kid. And he was like sitting in front of me, but he like kept looking back at me. And I was like, he kept looking back at me and I wasn't sure what was going on. And after he looked back a few times, he waited a few minutes. He comes over and he's like, hey, can you sign this? You know, can you sign this? And I was like, oh, sick. Yeah, sure. I'll sign it. <laughs> you know, it's nice to sign stuff. I'm glad people want me to sign their their stuff. Uh, like in 2017, like the world champs that happened in 2017, there was a guy that came up to me, and so like long time ago when I played for Hollow, like on stream, I would make my name as long as possible with OWs. I don't know if like it's not a thing anymore, but like I used to. And then he told me that his uh, his niece, uh, whenever I was on stream, like he played for Hollow on the TV, and then she saw my name and she thought it was really funny, so he wanted to take a picture of me. I, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's cool, <laughs> awesome. Uh. All right, so this is good. We got a, another question from RPQ3. Uh, he asked, Little Cap, what was going through your head when you guys won DreamHack? Uh, 
when we won DreamHack, when we won twos, I was like, even before we won, like when we got into grand finals, I was like already getting excited because I was like, I was playing so well and I was like, I was like 99% sure we were going to win that set. So I was like, I was already getting, getting hype. And then, and then we won. And like, I, I was like, I couldn't believe it for a second. Cause like, um, paper fairy came over and he handed me like this big box. And I was like, Whoa, like, what is that? That's sick. What's in there. And it was like a big trophy. And I, I was like, wow, this is my first trophy. So I was really, I was really excited. I was really happy. You know, you can grab it and show it if you want. Like, if you got, yeah, you I, said you got the trophy right there. Yeah, you might right as well here. show it off. I have it on my shelf. It's really heavy, actually. It's super heavy. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a reflection. There, there you go. Is. Not very, bad. Very impressive. Uh, oh, yeah. He, he said, was there a bracket reset in that championship? Yeah, yeah. We, we won Stig Zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and that that was kind of his follow up. So, where, what were you thinking when you get when you hit that bracket reset and you're like, okay, like now, now we can do this. I mean, I, I always knew we could do it, but like once we reset, it was just doomed for them. Like, yeah, it was game over. <laughs> yeah, it was just doomed. Like that really sealed the deal. Right. I throw. I throw. What are your memories about that? I was like. It was about damn time, I guess. <laughs> like, I felt like I didn't really like was too happy about it because I, I think I honestly thought we were gonna really like easily win that tournament. Like, based on the we didn't go to, I was like, yeah, this is free. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like that was cool. I mean, I thought it was pretty expecting. I don't know if Cav like thought we were gonna win, but like I generally thought like we had really good chances. Yeah, I thought it was like. Yeah, it was significantly increased without phase on Remy there. I was like, yeah, I thought we had like a one in three chance. It was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Nice. All right, next question comes. Oh, we got another from Willie on the Bodvar. He's asking some good questions. <laughs> this one's for iThrow. He says, during Spitfire episode on Bagel Productions, McFlurry was iThrow's favorite. Is the Oreo McFlurry still his favorite? uh yeah the oreo mcflurry is still the best like i mean <laughs> right now like i haven't really had a mcflurry over the year due to covid19 you know i, I just don't go out <laughs> i'm just chilling inside so i don't so i really haven't had anything else so i guess my answer is still the same mm, you have to try the chips ahoy mcflurry they the just chips added ahoy? It. it's really really good noah told me that he wanted to take me to dairy queen next time for the Oreo shake, I think. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> I, I'll have to test it. And, you know, maybe my answer will be different All right. in the near future. Right. Fair enough. Uh, this comes from Sean22. Why don't they practice much together? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you want to answer? <laughs> like, it, it, it doesn't even feel like we need too much practice. Like, we... Like oh, we yeah. went, we've won a lot of our stuff, and like we've placed our good placements, we've done with like minimal practice. Like we still do practice before the tournament, but it's not like we don't grind for like the whole the whole week. We like to take it easy. Yeah, like burnout is like a serious thing, and that's what we're trying to avoid. Like I think it's more important to do like wad reviews and like see how you play, and then like analyze instead of like actually reinforcing and practicing the game itself. 
Right on. Good stuff. Uh, this one, uh, this comes from Ty himself. What was your World Championship 2019 experience like? Hmm. Uh, well, I lost. I lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tournament, I didn't do very good in ones. I was really upset about that for like the rest of the day, rest of the next day. So uh, 1v1s was pretty bad for me, but it was still a fun tournament. Like I still had a lot of fun with all my friends. And we got second at, at Worlds, so that was a big one. Uh, yeah, that's cool, you know. It would have been nice to win, but second is the next best thing, I guess. You know, like, <laughs> I, I think, like, World Champs is, like, always the, like, the most fun experience you can get from Brahala. Like, everyone comes to this land. Like, like other lands, like, you know, you have people, like, skipping out on it because it's not the World Champ, you know. It's not the biggest thing. But, like, with World Champs, like, I get to see everyone. Like, there's everyone so much comes. people. Like. Yeah, it's just such a fun experience. Even if I if I don't place as I want to, like I I get to just like chill and relax with the people. So in the end it's all fine. Awesome. So you guys have talked a little bit about some of your favorite moments and uh some great fan interactions. What has been the most difficult moment for you Oof. since you started with Brawlhalla? Um, you have one I throw? Trying to think, it's been yeah. a lot. <laughs> Difficult moment, I guess. A Spitfire, do you know, eating the wings? <laughs> if that counts, anyway. That was that was hard. Uh, never had something like that at a land interaction, you know, like eating something spicy. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, I had a pretty, I don't know, I had a pretty rough tournament. Like, I had a pretty rough tournament at CEO. I think it was twenty. Was that twenty nine? That was twenty eighteen, right? Twenty nineteen yeah. is when you lost to Axel. Yeah, was that twenty nineteen? That was twenty nineteen. That was this year? No, that's twenty. This year's twenty twenty. Yeah, we're yeah, almost twenty twenty one, man. <laughs> Crazy. Anyways, yeah, it was CEO. I had a rough. I had a really rough tournament. Ones and twos, like it was not. I didn't have any fun playing in that tournament. <laughs> in either in either bracket, I didn't have any fun. Uh, you know, so that was definitely a bad, bad spot. Right on. Well, we don't want to end with a uh, bad spot for you guys. I don't want you leaving feeling that way. So uh, the last questions I, the last question I had for you guys, um, just sum up your, uh, again, like sum up your Brawlhalla experience in general. Like you guys have said you've been in the, you've been in the scene for three or four years now. Um, it's been, so, it's been a big part of your lives. Uh do you guys see yourself sticking with it for a long time? As long as the game sort of, you know, has a following, uh, what do you guys think about your, your future for Brawlhalla? Uh, are you going to go? I'm, I don't care. You go, you go. Okay. So I think even as a player or even if I, I stop playing the game, I think I still want to be in the community itself. I think the community is super cool. I think I, I like everyone basically. Like even if I I stop placing, I you know I maybe want to look into like streaming the game still, you know maybe coaching possible, but yeah I still want to be with the Brawlhalla community. Yeah, I've had a I've had a uh, a really good experience. I think it's it's something uh, I really I want to stick with Brahalla for you know as long as there's tournaments. I hope you know I hope I'll be playing Brahalla. 
All right, good stuff. So uh, where can our listeners, where people watching, where can they find you on social media if they want to catch you? Uh, where on Twitch can they find you? Do you guys have your own accounts you want to share? Yeah, you can follow me at twitch.com. Switch, oh wait, it's twitch.tv slash little cap. Twitch.tv slash little cap and twitter.com slash little cap. Twitter.com slash little cap, twitch.tv. There you go. Ty, Ty's helping you out by putting it in the in the Twitch chat. So. Same for me, no? Twitter.com slash I throw OW. My Twitch handle is the same, I throw OW. You know, YouTube's on the way. And yeah. All, All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for uh, joining me today. Really appreciate it. Appreciate you guys talking about the Brawlhalla scene and your experience there. Um, you know, thank you for your time. Hopefully, we'll uh, be able to catch you guys after Worlds and talk to you about how that went. All right. Thank Thanks you. for having me. All right. Well, thank you guys for participating at Twitch chat. Thank you for sending in those questions. Uh, really helps the show go a lot better. Uh, that does it for this first episode of the Rectify Roundtable. Uh, be sure to keep an eye on the Rectify Gaming social channels for announcements of upcoming shows, as well as news and updates on our esports teams and other content creators. Uh, we're going to have uh, a lot of our, uh, our content creators on in the future. We're going to look at getting some uh, game devs and stuff like that as well. Uh, so be sure to tune in then. But until next time, I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and thanks for watching. 